You're listening to This QFOC Life, a podcast that looks at the world through the lens of a queer person of color. We strive to be a safe and inclusive listening space for queer people of color. And we also have a variety of views and opinions. Please leave comments on our website, thiscupac.life, on our Facebook page, or send us a tweet at thiscupaclife. Help us build this QPOC community. While you're at it, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for This QPOC Life. And if you're feeling extra generous, don't forget to check out our Patreon page. You can invest in this podcast and help us to continue to create quality content by and for QPOC. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron of This QPOC Life. And for higher donations, you can unlock special rewards like behind the scenes content, being able to watch us live, and maybe even sliding into someone's DMs. Oh, my money's on Jonathan. My money's on Zach. I don't know what a DM is. But you work for, oh, okay. Do I use Twitter? No credibility whatsoever. Welcome, everybody, to Hi. our wonderful thing uh, that we do every week. Banshee. Banshee. I mean, for someone who was on the episode one, and one She's only. She's left quite a mark. She has so created indelible. the impression, quite the impression, upon indelible. gay culture. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about RuPaul later I on, can. but like, uh but what, come through, Miss Vanging. What's up, y'all? You may call me Jolie. That's Joe with no E. You'll find me on the internet at Call Me Jolie. And my pronouns are they, them, and theirs. My name is Jonathan, aka Blasian FMA, he, him, his. You can find me everywhere on the internet, um, including Pornhub, uh, because nobody will verify me. And so I had to put a picture of Maxine Waters on my profile so that you know it's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's evil, <laughs> and it's the funniest picture too. It's a, it's that one of her like leaned over, like which one looking like which time that she was leaning the over beige, looking? the beige suit. Oh, that mm-hmm. one, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's got the this Cupac Life uh, banner. That's beautiful <laughs> on Pornhub. Thank you for the promotion. Come on, marketing, reaching the children where it's marketing wherever they may be. be, and then you leave horrid comments on all the videos. Children and are like, go where this? I send thee. Thank you. How shall I send thee? I'm going to send thee one, one by one, one, one for the little baby. Baby is born, born, born. Lord is born, born in Bethlehem. Children go where I send thee. Lord, how shall I send thee? Okay, you added a beat. I'm going to send you two by two. Two for Paul and Silas. One for the little bitty. I couldn't count. Baby was born of the virgin. Mary was born. Born, born, born. Lord is born in Bethlehem. All right, getting back, getting back on task. Please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. In the middle of introduction. My name is Zachary Aris. You can find me online. My pronouns are either or. Go ahead, Carla. Wait. So is that a viable? Because last week we had like a little row it, moment. It can't the truth it be can't known. It can't be either or in a world where they there are binary. and Z and Zer also exist. It could be any of the above. Okay, yeah. Because either or means one, oh, or, that the, it's bi- one that or the binary, other. Yeah, that it's one or the yeah, yes or no. So yeah. Any of the above. Thank you. I'll, I'll take any Except opportunity to upstage Zachary Ayers. I don't believe it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As a Scandinavian people. Go ahead, Carlos. As a Scandinavian people. 
my shores. Get out of my house. <laughs> I don't need some kipper or whatever they fucking yeah. need. And my name is Carlos Rio. <laughs> and you can catch me online at Trey Fabulo. And at, my pronouns. At Kipper Lover. At 85.com. Um, and my pronouns are anything that you want. But my favorite pronoun is hers is. Do you know what else they eat? Lutefisk. Lutefisk. Yeah. It's a it's this it's a white fish that is cooked in alkaline from batteries. And it's um cooked and then left to dry and it it's disgusting. And it tastes awful. And this is This QPOC Live. We all did it this time. Yay, That's amazing. God. Look at this. Well, comedian. Carlos did a RuPaul. Well, but... I had an illegal water bottle in my left hand. So I... <laughs> <laughs> oh. And by illegal, I mean shout not out. quite legal. You can undocumented water bottle. At, uh, we don't say support, that anymore. Okay. <laughs> support at brick.org. I mean, we can. <laughs> I don't know. We're on a roll today. We, really we are. are. Well, look. It is Good Friday, y'all. It is. It, the, is, it the, is a great Friday. I hope your Good Friday, Friday is better than good. Jesus's Good Wait, Friday. Can honey. I tell you all something that happened to me yesterday? What happened? What happened? I get. Uh, we're going on straight. On a Good in. Thursday. It was on Monday, Thursday. <laughs> on Holy Thursday. Night, in the Jesus. middle of the Holy Week. Mm. So as you all know, we're going. We're going to. Uh, as you all know, we're going to uh, PAX next week. We are. Woo! And so me being me, I book travel a little late. Uh, Y'all probably, the patrons heard the story about how I book. I've had to book travel for a lot of things lately. And one time I did it wrong somewhere else. And then another time I did it it somewhere. Another time, more recently on Thursday, I did it wrong again. So being a vet in the doing it wrong, booking travel wrong game with Amtrak, I was like, okay, I know how this is going to work. I'm going to call, and then I'm going to get a live human being, and I'm just going to say, I know there's a 20-whatever-dollar charge. Just change it from this day to this day. Fine. So I call. First of all, it's a lot harder this time. Automated systems, I hate them. Because you fucked up enough times that they probably had to change the whole system. No, I just hate automated systems. Whether IVR, honey. Whether it's whatever company, cable company, electric company, or changing it to... I've never had to call <laughs> customer service. <laughs> Could you imagine what that call look like? Thank I would you. like to. Can we? Thank can we? Can we? Can we, can we, can we ca- hard cut to like a prescripted <laughs> call to Pornhub right there, like content, content. Um, so I call. Mind you, it takes like 40 minutes to get, literally 20 minutes to get a hold. No, I'm sorry. I was doing the automated system, mm-hmm. and I was doing it well, but it was really it's slow. Right. And finally, I get everything, everything done. And it's like, all you need to do, we have have not saved your changes yet. If you'd like to confirm these changes, say confirm. So I said confirm, didn't hear me. Said it again, didn't hear me. Third time I said it. She was like, I'm sorry, we do not understand what you're saying. We're going to connect you to a live representative. Oh, hell to the no. Mm. So then it took 20 more minutes after I had already gone through like saying, A as an apple, B as in bisexual, you know, like <laughs> highlighted oh, like I the confirmation number, all the stuff. Come so on, finally, I bisexual. I get a live person. It's this lady, 
and I don't know her name. Let's call her Gloria. Gloria. Let's just call That's her that. That's a good name. That is a especially for this, name. especially for this Part, story. This particular human. So yes. she, uh, she's like, um, she's like, there is a porn. Zach has handed me his phone. <laughs> he looked up that there is a Pornhub phone number for customer, customer service. Current wait time is four minutes, two minutes average. Think about a moment that. of silence for that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, Gloria. Who do they employ? What, anyway, what do they Gloria. take calls Let's on? Let's find out. So, <laughs> so she's like, okay. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to have to tell her all this stuff again. I'm going to, you know, I was already prepared for it. And of course, it's 40 minutes, so I'm already pissed. And I'm trying not to take it out on her. And so she's like, okay, uh, so how can I help you? And I'm like, I just did all this stuff on your automated system. Is it not in front of, like. Did it carry over? Did it pull? Because no. it always is, but they never say it. That's what I thought. I've never worked in. No, it, no, it is. I, I have called enough customer support things. And they, yeah, life. I've had it to where they yeah. pull it up and they already it's know. It's always there. That's just like, what's your number? And, and it's like, clearly there. Right there. They Brenda. need to verify it. <laughs> well, so all my information, should, I, uh, anyway, I was going to have to give it to her. And I was like, I literally, like, away from my phone, because I always have my phone out in front of me on, like, a jar on speaker so I don't have to hold it. And so I, I was like, I sighed. I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to have to give her all this stuff. Oh, excuse me, sir. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, excuse, I will not know. Sir, I will not tolerate that kind of la- uh, What? I'm sorry, what? No, I will not. It, it, I, I can't have you take the Lord's name in vain on this call. She was too redeemed. Wait a minute. Did too she, redeemed. Did, like, did I call Amtrak? Or did I call the, the first first Baptist, Baptist. Baptist Church of Jog Road? <laughs> Get out of here. And so, of course, everybody knows me. I had to be extra petty You're for like, the rest of, of the course. call. Always <laughs> so, doing the most. So after she said that, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Even worse. She's like, sir, sir oh, if no. you want to continue this call, I, I just can't. I, I, You know, I won't have anybody. You know, I said, no, if you want. First of all, I called Amtrak and this is your job and we will continue together as siblings in Christ so let's get to then she like put me on pause it was just dead silent and I thought she hung up on me but then she came back and it was super professional and so I was like okay let's let's move forward and so she let's just say let's that keep it moving forward in let, a positive direction yes and so I had to give her like all the information my name the name of the whatever blah 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 and then it gets to the confirmation number and I'm like okay so this is somewhere I can be petty I was like A as in the apple that Eve bit. Stop. C, as in Christ. D, D is my favorite one. Th- D, as in Daniel and the lion's den. <laughs> Three, as in the Holy Trinity, <laughs> the Father, Son, and the and Holy, the Holy Ghost. Ghost. Jesus. So I got my point across. And then at the end, after I made sure that it was all confirmed and she's going to send the email, I was like, well, thank you, sister. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Yes. She said, thank you, sir. I really appreciate that. And then we hung up. I'm sorry. That turned into a 10-minute how am I doing. So there you go. Great. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I need to process. Like I'm left. I'm left. D speechless. is in Daniel and the Lions. <laughs> like, see, if it would have been a, uh, M, I could have been like M as in Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. <laughs> oh, if here. it would have been all three of those letters. <laughs> like, get out of here. If Key and Peele did Christian comedy, that's what would that's what would oh, happen. J is in the prayer of Jabez. <laughs> okay, Jerusalem. <laughs> Jesus. I felt, I felt like I was. Back at Brooklyn Tabernacle, while they're like writing for their their comedy plays, 
She tried it. J is for Judith. H is for Holoferns. So today's actually sort of like a very mixed emotional day for me. It was my last day working for the PAO. Oh. Oh. Had we ever said that you worked for the PAO in this podcast? We have. We have once. Oh, so now we can name the PAO. No, no, No. we can't. (laughs) Well. (laughs) We weren't just doing that for JoJo. Fuck your discretion. (laughs) Um. So it's it's sort of a bittersweet moment because I, I you know I I have a lot of love for our organization. Yes. Um, but I'm looking forward to what what's next for me, uh, and I've I've been sort of like hashing it out in my own mind. And there's nothing like having to pay the rent mm-hmm. to figure out how to do what you love mm. to pay the rent. A motivator. And mm. you know, keeping a roof over your head is the ultimate motivator. And I have no choice at this point. I have no choice. Well, you have so much skill. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I'm I'm nervous, anxious. I'm not scared Mm -hmm. because I know how to hustle. I know how to make it work, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. And you're a native New Yorker. Hello. Dun, 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 dun. You can't go back to Podunk, Mississippi, or Young Missouri, Kennedy. or whatever. Which is also, which is also yeah. frightening because Tulsa, Oklahoma, nowhere. I can't. I literally like can't survive anywhere else because I can't drive. It's true. Oh, you would die instantly. I you would just as soon as you walk out the bubble. Right. Exactly. Of New York. You called them bodegas. Wait. Have you have you like stores. have you done like a worst case scenario? Uh, sister and I can't pay the rent we have to go our own like would you know where to go and like who you'd ask to stay with and stuff like that no nope. have to plan out that far ahead anyway i think not if you're not gonna fail ah okay look that's a this is a philosophy talk i always say have a backup plan some people even for failure this is where we get off on different tangents because like remember what were we talking about Oh, we were talking about a, an opportunity that JoJo actually might has come across and might actually get. And my whole thing is like, it, I learned I'm from the Joy Luck Club school of thought, and that's to Ooh, four wins. Never expect, only hope. My Joy Luck Club school of thought is use the horse to defeat your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Only people that know the Joy Luck Club will understand that stupid ass. Get out of my house. I'm in agreement with Zach. They use the horse. Use your horses. To defeat Charlie. That's not even how chess mom, works, mom. Mom, what are you talking about? Why are you so ashamed to be my daughter? I, t- I told her make that pe- chocolate peanut butter pie. It would restore your marriage. Bitch, she, she read her daughter so bad. She was like... Her, okay, for the backstory, yeah. the the daughter and her husband, her white husband, were divorced. White husband, and so mom is on the shopping the same, trip. The same one who also was like, "Well, you know, we're really progressive." Oh right, mom-in-law, mm-hmm. we're really progressive, but we remember what happened with, in Vietnam. She's like, "I'm not Vietnamese. I'm Chinese." Well, so you know. It, anyway, mom, Chinese mom is on the store trip. She's like, "Oh, I noticed you bought peanut butter." <laughs> And chocolate and a pie crust. You're making his favorite dish. Are you trying to get back together with him? I'm like, bitch, this is why Asian mothers, Asian mothers, Asian mothers mm. my, they're just psychic. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember Slick one time I jumped over the furniture to, like, come downstairs because we had an upstairs living room. And they were like, my, uh, my grandma, she was like, what did I tell you about jumping over the furniture? And I was like, how did you know? She could sense it. She felt it's it. It crazy. was in the four winds. She would know how to like when like if I asked her to get a drink and I was only allowed to drink um, milk, water, or 
orange juice sometimes, but my dad would, my stepdad would have like Coca-Cola, but I was really good about like opening it really slow and then drinking a little bit out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, can I get a drink? And she's like, yeah. But she like, she was so petty that she knew the amount of time that it took for me to have the refrigerator open mm. as to what I was getting. Mm. She's like, ah, you cannot drink <laughs> the Coca-Cola. And I'm like, God damn it. God damn it, Nana. <laughs> Excuse me, we can not continue this conversation. Oh, why you are you taking that kind of language? Damn it. God damn it. There's so much I could have said, and she probably would have hung up on me, actually. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did tweet Amtrak, though, and let them know about it. Good. Yeah. Carlos, how was your... <laughs> uh, did we even finish JoJo's? I'm sorry. We're just live. Today. I don't even remember, but jo- it's fine. JoJo, Jojo, it was JoJo's story yeah. of... Of of the last day of work. They're gonna. They're gonna. Pr- a new chapter. A triumph. A gig economy. Yes. A- yes. Thanks, Trump. Yeah, and if a you hustle. like uh, amazing music, like what JoJo has done for our intro music and mm. the amazing graphics that graphics, you see on this shirts, life, all yes. the Cupac shirts. That's music. all JoJo. Yes. Oh yes. That's Which so, we have, don't have well, out. Yet. Well, so actually, as a uh, Maybe yourself, we got by, shirts. by the time <laughs> by the time uh-huh. that you hear you this. hear this podcast, yeah. If you visit callmejolie.threadless.com. And there'll be a link will, on this cupoc.life There as well. will be a link. You will be able to find merchandise at, for rather, this cupoc life, which will include t-shirts. Yes. And oh. tote bags with the fabulous cool brown and black stripes on our rainbow because... What's a rainbow without more color? Hello? Hello. I can't wait till this summer when we talk about that. Oh, Mm -hmm. me too. I can't wait because it'll have been 365 days since people showed their true colors. We're going to call it true colors. That's what that episode is going to be called. (laughs) Episode 27. Hmm. Sorry. It might be episode 27. (laughs) I'll gag if that's what happened. We'll cut to this audio. We'll cut to it. So how was your week, Carlos? It's been a good week. Um, A couple of weeks ago, I shared that I was very transparent with my boss about me not being happy at work. Mm. And so I have been looking at some different opportunities. Uh, One thing that I have been working on Recently, to try and, and find a new space, um, <clears throat> a new space for me professionally, looks like it might be working out. Oh. So oh. that's exciting. It's exciting and scary for a lot of reasons because it's new. It's it's something different. It's going to be working out a different part of my brain. Oh. Um, but I think mm. I think it's going to be a really good thing. So <clears throat> more to come. Uh, I'll keep you guys updated as things progress. But I'm very hopeful looking into next week that I'll have some good news and maybe we can be very celebratory when we are in PAX this weekend or next weekend. Jesus will work it out. If you let him, Jesus will work it out. Jesus will work it out. I have to stop now Jesus because of this clapping situation. Exactly. Jesus will work it out. That problem that I had. You don't know the song? No. Nope. I mean, what? How can you call yourself <laughs> a Christian and so not know that so song? So my week... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, the love this on this coupon is going life. to be the first weekend that I'm potentially not working through in like many months. Oh my gosh! Wow. Like tomorrow or next weekend? This weekend. Oh. And I'm excited to have a weekend to, to sleep. Not, to not. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh, so I was reading this article about Rosalind Kennedy, JFK's sister. Did y'all know she had a lobotomy? 
No? No, I don't know. So even are you going to get is. a lobotomy? No, I'm just saying okay. that. Like, it's also funny. She's the only Kennedy sibling who died of natural causes rather than assassination. Other kinds of lobotomies. Hmm. That's dark. The, the other ones. Got Wait, lobotomies are when like they back go in, in the your day brain when and they cut thought something out. They thought that it would calm people down. Yeah, because like, they she had um like she had something that she was struggling in school or whatever, and then they just went in there and just and then she came out real fucked up. Yeah. You know what? Also, I realized I'll never vote what for does, Kennedy. What does that have to do with your weekend off? No, just reading that article. That's the only thing that happened. I work all day and all night. I have no time for nothing. Nothing is. So going this on is it. clearly a symptom of what happens when you work all day and <laughs> yep. all night. All day and all night. <laughs> we have no today? idea where she's going for. <laughs> What's today? Good Friday. Oh, okay. It's a holy week. <laughs> so what are you going to do for for your weekend off? Yeah. Other than ponder the Kennedys. Laundry. Okay. That's a good start. That's good. That laundry is a good thing. Yeah, thank you. Thank I saw God. that picture of you and your cat and your legs, and I saw all that those clothes on the floor, and I was like, okay. Getting ready to do it. Some laundry is going to be done. Mm-hmm. Mm. I picked up my laundry today. It was great. My laundry is I got to love a laundry service. The, floor. the best. Laundry service for, by me laundry is so service. cheap. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like drop off. What do they do? They like oh okay, drop How off. How long have you lived in this city? I thought that you meant like they come to your house. They Some can neighborhoods also do don't that. have it. They can also not do probably that. not in Crown Heights. There's probably one you can call. Like there's 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 a couple in, in Sunset Park. Don't let me but find like, out. The the ones that pick up. I already discovered Food Universe has fairly Instacart. more expensive. Yeah, if they oh. do like full like pickup drop off, it's more expensive. But but like mine is like sixty cents a pound. Yeah, I I don't remember how much I pay, but I felt like it the was worth it. The sad part is, it. for me, the laundry is in the building, but, like, I don't even like going downstairs to do it. Like, that's... Do you pay quarters or is it free? Quarters. Ugh. The thing is, like, then you might you've well lived here all your life, JoJo. Yes. But, like, I think for the rest of us, we're used to growing up in houses with washer and Oh, no, when I, when I was, uh, when I was small, the building I grew up in, like, we had, we had a washing machine downstairs. Mm. Right, but in the unit. In the house, like no, no, like it was, it was a two family, it was just a two family house. So we would just go down in the basement and use the washing machine. Okay, so and yeah, they, like hang up our clothes. I miss that life. What happened? Like they're just, it's just people in New York get away with like doing the most, doing the least for the most in terms of rent, like turning well, houses into half just, houses. It takes up a lot of space to have a washing machine alone. Forget having a dryer. And also, and then, like it's, it drives up the water bill. Yeah, that's well, that's one of the big issues with older buildings is because they can't really monetize the water because they're really old systems. So, like that's why a lot of older units pre-war will have free water because they can't like record it. So it's like if everyone had a washing machine, the water would be astronomical. Mm. Yeah, like we don't pay for we don't pay a water bill in my building. Same. Same. Do you pay a water bill? I don't pay the water bill. I don't know that they pay a water. Is bill. Is there a water bill? I don't know. If I don't pay, I mean, you probably you in that building. You probably I don't it's probably it. included in your rent. Do you pay heat? No, I don't. No, I don't pay the heats heat. are electric. I don't pay heat either. The heat heaters are electric. It's not that heat oh, that runs through the building. Yeah, no. Okay, we pay. Yeah, we pay. Electric. So those little fireplaces that you've seen in our house. Gas. Same. We don't pay gas. Just electric. I have a gas bill. You National grid. Oh, that's blessed. I only use cooking gas, so like that's. Yeah, well, it, yeah. I mean, I, that's everyone. Yeah, that's funny. We're having this conversation because someone that listened to this Q Life recently was like, "Your podcast is very New York," and I was like, "What do you mean by that?" 
and now we are having we this are very New York co- right conversation. So um, I like that because you know what yeah. we are because that's we, we are New York. Yes. Hello. Welcome to New York. She ain't waiting for oh. you. Stay home. Stay home. It's better for you. Miss Vanjie. Our top three, she one of our top my, three, yep, and now I it's like picked her to win. She needs to get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of her. Always talking Hold about on. something sad. Like but, it's just been really hard for me because then my mom has her cancer, and then I had to have that surgery, and it's just been really difficult. The PTSD. I'm like, I'm like, girl, like we get it. You need to talk to a sports psychologist, and you need to talk to a family counselor. But like, in a in a world full of people struggling, you either want to hear you're here to compete, and you're here. You are here. Like this is your only opportunity. Do you want to be the victim or do you want to like go walk in there like Monet or Bob and walk in there like you're like, oh, I already won. Got this. I have n- I do not like her anymore. Her lip sync was stupid. Her hair looked dumb. Her eyeliner was falling into her wig and then the sweat from underneath her wig was causing it to bubble up. What song was that that they had to lip sync? Best to of My song? Love by Best The Emotion. Right, right, right. Emotion. And and I was I specifically remember thinking to myself I was like, "Oh, Calorie, you can't twerk to that. You can't twerk first of all." Like that's something that I was You got to be able to twerk to say you're a twerk right. queen. Right. And that's what I was <laughs> thinking was Calorie is the type of person like Donald Trump who is like, if you just say it enough, maybe people will believe oh that it's, it's you're able to. She, she's I thought, talking about she I makes her, her living on twerking and stuff. Oh my, her lip sync last week was wonderful. It her lip sync last week was good. I don't even Outside remember. Outside of the twerk, which was trash. But that's like her. It was a bad angle, I feel. <laughs> that's her alleged. Also, when you have half, a, half a sofa cushion on there's your ass, you like can, there's not yeah. a lot. Like that's not how jiggling works. Yeah. Like, but she claims that her ass is like her key thing. Yeah. Well, what, shouldn't be her real ass or like her fake ass. Well, so like this, this is the interesting thing because like we we were talking about how last week it was really cool to think about like these queens who come from small towns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Compared to the queens that come from New York, right? And you look at the polish that the New York queens have. Mm-hmm. And oh yes, that comes from having to compete so hard, being professionals, right. like and the self awareness. Yeah, I feel like all of the New York girls are just—they're very plugged in in the brain. And I don't want to say that like like Monique or uh, Calorie or Blair aren't plugged in or intelligent, but it's like you you feel this awareness. It's like the Bob street smarts. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like you know it. For you to get to that level mm-hmm. to compete on RuPaul's Drag Race coming out of New York, you've had to compete with thousands of other drag queens. Right. Mm-hmm. Others who have made it up through the ranks in their own towns and then moved to New York mm-hmm. and have done the Mortal Kombat thing well, over there. Some of those girls started in New York. 
Okay. Like yeah, some are born born in you know. Yeah, oh, like actually, Mo- Monet is is all Brooklyn of, no, born no, no, in all of them in, this in season, the Bronx. Actually. I'm yeah. just talking about the Brooklyn, drag scene um, in New York period. Crackers from Harlem. Mm-hmm. Um Yuhua, who's been here since she was seven in, in New York. Um who's the other one? Aquaria. Aquaria. She started at FIT. But she doesn't strike me as a native New Yorker. Definitely not. Yeah. She's giving me Connecticut at best. Probably. <laughs> yeah. And then also <laughs> Dusty Ray Bottoms, which whatever. I'm glad Dusty did not do the, the dots spots on her face. On her face. She would have been red down. Yeah. I thought she did good in this this challenge too. Yeah. She was and, solid. Yeah. She's a good yeah. lip syncer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her and you know who impressed me? Um Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. She surprised me. Yeah. Wait, I who's really? Cameron? The, the muscle, muscle queen. Oh, right. Who is the Boy Scout out of drag? Blair. And Blair. who is Blair? Blair, that awkward one that kept on falling They couldn't do a pirouette. The one, what does Blair look Broadway like? Broadway baby. What does Blair look like in drag? Blonde. Skinny. No, no. Last week, she, she, looks 40. she was one of the like the, the ones in the top. She had like that. Everyone's talking just, about how her dress looked like Vivian Westwood. The one oh, who was okay. The yeah, yeah, she had yeah, all the yeah. visors and the visor in the back. Right. Okay. Oh, yes. She wore like okay. a dark makeup mm-hmm. lip. That person's been flying under the radar. We need to watch her. Well, she's flying under no, the she, radar. She she's didn't gonna... fly under the radar this week when she kept fucking up that pirouette. She's oh, right. She did fly right out of here when they find out about her DUI and then they <gasps> kick her out. What? Oh, this was already all over the news months and months ago. Yeah. She she violated uh, the terms of her DOI. By leaving the state. Yeah. She left Indiana. To doing drag race? Flew to, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know that Rue is like, can't wait to go through this. This has all already happened, by the way. It's already happened. So there's a really good chance. She's probably going to get kicked off like one episode. But then that's also like producer manipulation Mm -hmm. down because Mm -hmm. they do such thorough background checks and psychological tests on their people that come into these shows. So they know. They, and they know just, they want to embarrass her on TV. Exactly. Mm. They want to make good TV. Can we talk about the hot button issue about this last episode though? What was the hot Which button? Which hot button issue? None of that was their best drag. Oh, None of it. No, there were like None 17 bodysuits. How it, I'm so sorry. Wh- when wh- in what world were any of those looks best drag? No, well, even the, the ones that came out in gowns like Mayhem, she came out in a beautiful gown, but it was, it was a TBH. It was like, like standard. A, that was all know. like passable club drag. Yeah. Yeah. It was like fine, but like. Well, here's the thing. As a new, I was going to say a new member. As a, a new person watching the show, there was no setup for that. They just started coming out on a walkway, and I was like, is no this like part of the. That, that happens. Is this just part of the regular show? Yeah. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That happens because sometimes the I didn't see them working on the is, dresses or anything. No, no. sometimes. So, so what happens. Now, now that we're we have awareness about this, now the queens are notified about what the the runway challenges are going to be, mm-hmm. other than the the uh, crafting your own look yeah. thing, right? Yeah, they get a um, list. They get a list they of potential list. looks. They don't they don't tell them what order it's going to be in, or even what they're for. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like I'm sure that they said bring something that's country western, and they probably thought, oh. We're going to do a country western runway, and then it actually turned out to be this Just mini, a challenge. mini challenge. Yeah. So it's like, okay. oh, so they brought a whole bunch of stuff for these. Oh, they bring yeah, bags and bags of stuff. That's the issue with Drag Race. You need at least 16, 17 looks now to be on that show. It's expensive. Yeah. Wow. But like, really, and you have to be ready to like drag. FedEx all your stuff in. Yeah. Well, they have um they have a, a suitcase limit. You're mm-hmm. only allowed like three. Because um, the L.A. girls had a huge advantage because when there was they no suitcase, they just brought all their crap. That's how um, 
it was because Courtney brought those wings that were literally mm-hmm. like three suitcases big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, well, that's I've seen that gif. Oh, I've seen that gif. But like when I think of best drag, I think of shit like that. I think of Raja and her Marie Antoinette look. I think of like Sharon Needles walking out with bandages on her face with like the needles coming out. Like, or even like drag. if you're going to do gown, like mm-hmm. at least do like BB's final gown from season one. Do gown. Like, um, when uh, Darian Lake won hers and she had that that super long silver one with the wings on it, like, mm-hmm. best drag. And no one really brought best drag. They brought stupid bodysuits. Like, none of that said couture. Yeah, I think the girls were all saving their best looks for the end. Or maybe they assumed, yeah. again, because they don't know the order, that the best drag or signature drag would have been several episodes away mm-hmm. from now if not the finale or next to the finale so yeah. I just feel like for That's Drag Race sense. like you should be ready with several couture looks because yeah, you yeah. never you never know what's gonna happen so every week they're just expected to do some kind of a runway runway yeah. and that's yeah. just that's usually related the to the DNA theme of, of the, the episode yeah. in some okay. way or another fair and enough. the runway can save you or can or can fuck you over yeah. fair enough but as a new viewer I was just like okay this is happening again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must be part of the regular. Yeah. But they, there was no like lead up to it. There was no showing, stressing out. How are we going to make this? Yeah, it was literally announced those. as they were coming. Yeah. Like yeah, the voice it, overlay as the event was happening. It is a I was like, you need a you need a runway presentation. Because yeah. last last week, like the they were all the work the workroom drama they were showing was related to putting together the looks. The this design, week, right. the workroom yeah. drama was all like the challenge was put together this rusical last week was put together your looks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of rusicals, can they stop? Yeah, a, they really went downhill. Challenge. They really went downhill over the last couple of years. I mean, after, I think the last good one was Lucian the acapella one. Look, yeah. And then that it's all it. not good. Well, what was the Chicago one? Oh, the Vixen. Vixen. I don't like her. The Vixen came in super hot at the top of this episode saying the Vixen will fight you on that piece of paper, which made me laugh. It gave me early seasons of Drag Race, Mm -hmm. shit stirring drama. And I'm I'm a little torn. Like there's a part of me that's like, oh my God, you're messy and this is ridiculous. And there's a part of me that's kind of like, oh, this is delicious. Let me get my Mm -hmm. popcorn. Because you just don't see that on Drag Race anymore, unfortunately Mm -hmm. or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at it, because Drag Race has become such a phenomenon and there are so many people weighing in on it on social media and Mm -hmm. people following it. A lot of the people that go on the show are very aware of this and try and be very nice or worry about how people are going to react or the fans are going to react to them. And so a lot of them will moderate how they present themselves on the show mm. in order to not get in trouble. And the yep. Vixen clearly has Does no problem, not has no problem coming in hot and stirring the pot and being a drama queen. So and the way that she was I'm acting torn. during the Rusical challenge, like leading up, I remember Bob. She didn't deserve I keep on to saying win. Bob no. and we know I'm, Monet. She did well. Call but. her pretty Bob. <laughs> the, like how Monet was like, so you're just not going to take any recommendations. She's like, nope. Like assigning roles and like ideas of how to do stuff and then doing choreography when there's already a choreographer, which ended up working for them because the choreographer was like, well, thank you for coming prepared. I had I have an opinion about that choreographer. That I, was, I just I, I thought that, that was someone was that was fantastic. on. She's beautiful. She was on she the show was before, entertaining. right? She's yeah, she's one of the, the fan favorites. Beautiful and entertaining and lovely. She was not a very good choreographer. Like because she, she was just telling them how bigger. For she she was choreographing them all as though she was in it. 
and no, no, she was she was like, no, do do a a, a camel turn here into a sling. Like you don't need to. None, none, of, none of the th- a camel turn is when it's more of an arabesque. Oh, anyway, don't come for me because I'm a dancer too. Hashtag Eureka O'Hara. Oh yeah, that did happen. Um, no, but like she she definitely wasn't like asking somebody to like a pirouette is not actually that hard. And Eureka had to do it in slippers. That's fine. I'm not talking about Eureka. I'm talking about Blair. Blair oh, well, Claire. Blair has no credibility. Like, she said she's a Broadway baby. <laughs> yeah. And she does tap, allegedly. But where? In Indianapolis, Indiana. Hmm. So Tulsa, Oklahoma. I think I don't way. think Alyssa was was choreographing for herself per se. And I, I really liked how she was like trying to pull out bigger, better performances. Cause usually, like, when it comes to even on All Stars, their lip sync challenges, they were kind of like under par. Mm. Yeah. And it wasn't fun to watch. Yeah. This time at least everybody's energy was up, but like True. And Mayhem ugh. looked like Kennedy. <laughs> She painted Kennedy's face on and walked out in that <laughs> challenge with that wig. Sorry. Who was the one that was getting into it with um, Miss Comeback Girl? The te- the team captain of Asia. Yeah, I don't Asia like Asia. Was, was fighting with. So with I don't Eureka like Asia, bit. and I don't like Chicago. Well, I'm fine with Asia. I like Asia. I thought she looked gorgeous. She did, yeah. Oh, that that was so. That was the one spangled bodysuit that mm-hmm. I could buy mm-hmm. because it wasn't just a spangled bodysuit. It suit. felt like best drag. Yeah, Asia was the one that was telling the other one like, "Oh, you don't need to be talking so much." Blah 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 blah. Because Eureka yeah. always runs. Eureka, Eureka does yeah. talk entirely too much. Yes. Well, I don't like Asia. I don't like Eureka either. But <laughs> you don't Asia, like anybody. Asia Who was do you like. Asia was one that I was kind of like on the fence about or like didn't know what to think. But now after the way she acted as a leader in this particular mm. challenge, I was just like, "You're gross." Bye. So your new top three is now you're you're still, still here for Monet. Pretty Bob. I Monet. mean Monet. Wow. Um, Sorry, Christopher Caldwell. And we're Facebook friends. You had to call oh. out his Christian name. <laughs> Did y'all have y'all heard their podcast together yet? No. no. Monet and Bob. Wait, oh, that's the Bob twins? the drag queen. The twins, Christopher yeah. Caldwell is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, so we have stories. <laughs> Tell the stories. No. Oh, okay. You didn't um, know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, we you we are walking with a celebrity ish. Wow. Okay, um, what were you saying? I'm sorry, I forgot what I was saying. It's gonna be a oh, we were. I was we talking about their podcast. They yeah. have a podcast together. It's fun, called Sibling Rivalry. But um, yeah, who are you in your top? So three? you're still Monet. You don't. Monet, you don't see it for Eureka anymore. I don't. Yeah, that seems like it's gonna. It's I changed. think Ms. Cracker. I think she's if, if Eureka One doesn't, if she doesn't pull her shit together, yeah, which I gone. think she could do. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she she sort of, like, rallied herself in that lip sync, sort of. But, like, I think I think Ms. Cracker is easily going to slot herself in there because she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Previous. then so I now, thought, so now, Eureka, girl, you're sh- trash. <laughs> like, I don't, it was stupid. The lip sync, like, she she was, didn't even smile during the damn lip sync. The song is all about elation over love. Who? And she, Eureka. At least she, she did that so weird mad. little, like. She can, that she's she can give you that deep shimmy. Yeah. She can do that old white man shimmy all she wants, but she can shimmy the hell that out of That was the here. only thing in that whole Just, lip sync that was like that was different. Interesting. Right. But ain't nobody, no one's going to do a death drop to that. Well, 
I could. I want. I was just wondering. This is a song where that's what you should be doing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that wasn't happening. Well, you also don't give a black girl song to a white girl. I think that Miss Cracker could have turned out this one. She would have been funny with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are you also in agreement with that top three, Carlos? Um, no, I'm keeping my top three as is. I am very curious to see how it shapes up. I do think Miss Cracker is definitely gunning for a spot in top four. And I was very surprised with Cameron Michaels. I feel like mm-hmm. I underestimated her. Uh, but I still, well, we'll see what happens with her. Because she did a good lip sync, had a good- I liked her look, too. Good look. Pretty look, yeah. Yeah. And she's been a little under the radar, but I'm curious to see if she does more. But I'm still keeping my top three. Oh, Eureka is out of my top three. I never want to see her again. It is Miss Cracker, uh, M- Monet now. I guess they can't all be Serena. So far, we're the same. I've picked the last three winners. <laughs> day one. So but, who's the third? But your pick of Serena still trumps all it of It doesn't that. matter because I think that, okay, I am removing Eureka from my top three and I'm going to put Monet into it. Wait, you, you just said Monet. Monet was not in my top three originally. No. My top three was Eureka. You didn't have a top three. You said, I just picked Eureka. You said, fuck everyone, Eureka. And but, then you were like, if I had a top three, it would include people such as. Cracker and a Mayhem. But so no. mayhem, yeah. So mine is now Cracker, Mayhem, and Monet. Monet. Same. Yep. Same. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And watch Eureka's gonna wiggle her way right back in. Like it depends. It depends on if Eureka turns the beat around. She right. could. Which she could. Which I'm suspecting that the producer, whoever is in charge, is trying to make this storyline of a comeback kid, mm. but tried to throw us for a curveball by putting up her up for elimination. Mm. But I'm glad Calorie's gone. Yeah, it was yeah. your time. Yeah, it was, it was her time last week, Miss. No, Van. Even the, <laughs> even though Vanessa is one of my favorite con- contestants of all time, uh, Calorie kicked the shit out of her in that lip sync. She, she did. did, sure, but up until that point, like, what, dollar dollar bill, y'all dress that had been done. Okay, that was. Last all, you didn't even see the other season. It all so, comes down to the lip sync. It all mm-hmm. comes down to Always. the lip sync. Don't fuck it up. Rue tell, tells it to you every ball. <laughs> I don't know why you all gagging. She bring it to you every ball. <laughs> it is a known fact that a woman do carry a, a dinner, dinner bag, bag at evening, evening time. time. I wonder how long it's going to take before folks catch on to that. So I know that you are all super fans of this QPOC life, and I am too. And the way that we make more super fans is by sharing it. So whether you see us on the iTunes, on the look, I don't, really, I'm not really good at the internet. So if you see it, just share it. See it, share it. If you see it, share it. If you see it, just share it. It's like, like it's not hard. Just if you see something, say something. If you see it, share it. See something, share something. There you go. Because you are sharing good information from incredible people, um, mostly me. Thank you. So, in anticipation of our grand appearance... What? I just, you said anticipation. Oh, Jesus. Anticip. Wait for it. Patient. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But maybe either way. Okay, sorry. Okay, great. Go ahead. (laughs) So, in anticipation for our time 
at PAX East this coming Saturday, April 7th. Oh, my goodness. At PAX East. At 1 at or one thirty. One thirty. It's thirty something, but I thought it was two thirty. One thirty to two thirty. One thirty to two thirty. Oh, wow. the at the Arachnid Theater. Theater. So basically, an episode of this in Damn. Boston. We're gonna be the four of us plus some special guests, Mary and, Martha included. Well, Mary Martha is like a member now. I know she's basically FYI. the fifth one. Um, we're gonna be talking about building confidence mm-hmm. to take on trolls yes. and how that intersects with being QPOC. A, QPOC or just Q in this case because we weren't specifically focusing on oh, POC, right. but we will focus on it because we happen to be POC. <gasps> oh. I know. And it's going to be this QPOC live. live. It's our first live show, and this is something that we, like, at least, I think when we first started the podcast, which you'll hear more about next week, mm. um, we all sat around the table at a place where we used to eat after we do these. Mm-hmm. We're like, what is one thing that you want to see? And so, like, everybody said their thing. And my thing was, I want to go to PAX East, you know. And I didn't know if we were, at the time, serious about, like, w- rearranging our weekend schedules, planning a big-ass trip like this to another city. Mm-hmm. But look, we've grown over these six months, and now we're doing things like booking panels at mm-hmm. really big conventions and talking Maybe in front of it. hundreds of people. And then I remember, like, Carlos wants to get sponsors, and I forgot what the rest of them were. Sorry. Oh, well, that's fine. I mean, f- you probably forgot. Ideas. You probably forgot what your own No, I have was. them, but you don't need to know What is it then? Point. You don't need to know Exactly, because you don't know. So, anticipation of that, I think one of the things that we could talk about... Um, a myth. I think it's a really interesting topic. What was your first video game, and subsequently, what is your video game journey? So like, who wants to start? I, mine is vivid. Oh well, tell us. Okay, I'll tell the Because I feel the like you want to tell the story. <clears throat> okay, picture it. Nineteen seventy four. Eighteen fifty five. It um, was the early Cretaceous period. <laughs> yeah, I look really, really good and really young. And then I couldn't help Jurassic. but wonder, <laughs> do you, girl? You know. They can't see you deadpanning at Carlos right now. Only you the have patrons to like can. verbally explain what's happening. I am verbally deadpanning at you right now. <laughs> anyway, stairs so and homosexual. I, I was playing in. Um, I was playing. Uh, I was in a t-ball league. I was very young, and it was it was the one where they put the ball on a stand. That's and you t-ball. Hence t-ball. Yes. And you hit it right. And my my aunt. She um, she was there to watch it, but she had this new fangled contraption because she was, she was younger. She was like maybe like twenty nine, about no younger than yeah about twenty nine thirty or so. She had a Game Boy, mm. and video games were not allowed in my house. Um, no demonry. <laughs> No witchcraft, witch books, and astrology. <laughs> um, so none of that in my house. But she had it, and um, my mom was like, "Okay, fine. Like you can try it, Zach." And the game was uh, Legend of Zelda: Link Link's Awakening. Ooh. I was about um, to say you were not about to say Link to the Past because that was not out in 1974. I'm deadpanning again. <laughs> stairs, I just, stairs, I, and I, salty. I, I defaulted to Carlos again. 
stares and I didn't even say anything. <laughs> I, um, I feel very attacked. And so my first video game was out in the sun on a, in a field holding a Game Boy playing Link's Awakening. And it's still my favorite video game. That's exactly how your biopic is going to open. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a cute scene. Um, and then the the only other like big, funny, early story was that um, then video games came into the house and it was fine. And, um, you know, I played on a Nintendo. Um, but, but 1997 came around and I had asked for a Super Nintendo. Uh. <gasps> Because in 1997, the Super Nintendo had been out right. for about like five, five years. years. <laughs> and I was just like, my mom was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I would like a Super Nintendo. And then she was like, in what games? I was like, I would like Donkey Kong Country. And I would like Earthbound. Well, a few weeks before um, Christmas in 1997, I believe it's 1997, my mom goes, okay, look. She was like, I know you wanted a Super Nintendo. Oh, no. But through a friend at work. I got you a Dreamcast. But through a friend at work, I got a hookup. Would you like to have the pre-ordered, not even barely out yet, but it's coming, Nintendo 64? Oh, that was hard to get hands on back in 1997. Yes, indeed it was. And my mom did did not make money. How did she do that? Because my mom is, just wait until you hear me on a customer service call, because I take it from my mom. Um, Okay. And so what'd you get? And I was just like, wow. Yeah, I'll take the Super Nintendo. <gasps> God. I didn't wow. know what 3D was. So how did None you not know what did. the Nintendo 64 was gonna be though? Like I don't everybody read the, I don't read the magazines. I wanted what I wanted, and I wanted that video game. Mm. You dis not even a PlayStation, <laughs> which had been out for two years. At that oh point. my God! We'll just wait for that oh, story. I, I remember the day I saved up <sighs> enough money to buy my PlayStation. Whoa, that's a lot of money. What happened? That's like $200. I, I did extra chores. Okay. For who? For my family. Oh. And that's what chores are. How long did you have to save up for? Uh, several months. Well, the place and then I think, But and... I think, I think my, my, my father ended up just like seeing how, how much work I was putting. It was just like, I'll just put in the rest of it. Oh, so and you did a donation match. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> exactly. Uh, my, my, I don't, so it wasn't my first video game because like I like we had Nintendo in the house and mm-hmm. like I, I still have the gold Zelda cartridge in my room. Oh, oh I remember those. Those nice. are rare. I still have that. Um um like I had I had Super Nintendo in the mm-hmm. house and I had Sega Genesis in the house, but my most vivid memory is Final Fantasy two mm. for Super Nintendo, which is Final Fantasy Four. Mm-hmm. That was the one the, about the Dark Knight. And, yes. And is that Cecil the, one where you the go Paladin up to the top and kill God. No. No, I don't know what that is. That's one of the Final Fantasies, the early one. Sorry, go ahead. No, but that's not. not that one. <laughs> okay. Um, but it, it's the, not in your house, right? It was the 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 Dark Knight Paladin storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Born and, again. Yes. Um, and it took me forever to figure out that the way that you become a paladin is to not attack yourself oh. in the fight against yourself. Oh. Saved. Hello. Oh. So. Um, I just, I really, really love, that's when I fell in love with like RPGs and, mm-hmm. and sort of the escapism of them and yeah. um, starting my Final Fantasy journey. Yeah, the story and it was enriching and yeah. you were, you had a group of friends and you were on this 
Because, like, yeah. I liked playing the platform games, like, like Super Mario yeah. and Crash Bandicoot and Sonic and all that, but they just didn't do it for me like mm-hmm. an RPG does it for me. But I, I also had, I really loved playing Jet Moto on my PlayStation. <laughs> I loved, I was terrible at it, but I Jet loved Jet Moto. Moto. Oh, my God. I had the Jet Moto uh, demo disc. Wasn't Jet Moto like one of the first two games to come out on PlayStation over It was here? early, so, yeah. Super early, yeah. Uh, I started with an NES. Did I start with, I can't even remember. I just know my stepdad had a Sega Genesis. Mm. And like, I just remember neither he nor my mom, who also played Altered Beast, could get past the second level which it was the boss was like a giant watermelon looking monster that threw a bunch of eyeballs at you because it was a really weird game. It was a really dark game. You you're brought back from the dead by a god to save his daughter and you're like the first level is a graveyard and then the first boss is like this thing that rips its head off multiple times and throws it at you. People who know Altered Beast know Altered Beast. Um and that was allowed in your house? Yeah. Mm. It was not a I mean we were a really mixed progressive. up. Right? Yeah, that's what we'll say progressive. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, I just remember, I guess seeing a magazine or maybe talking about it on the playground and someone, oh, it was talking about it on the playground. And like my friend told me, oh, the way you beat that boss is you have to use your, your electric power right up on the boss and just keep on pushing the button and it'll kill him really fast. And I was like, wow. So I did that. Then I beat the game. The other game was Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Oh, I remember that in arcade. I never had it on on a platform, but in arcade, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And And you could play as four different Michael Jacksons. Like they were different. Mm -hmm. different It was like a multiplayer platform game. The the white one, the red. uh, This is the first time I'm hearing about this. About the game game. or about About the game? Yeah. And you could, like, you use the hat as a weapon, you could throw it. And it, everybody would like, oh, and then you could you could do the spin. Yes. But you could hold the spin long enough if you had a lot of enemies on screen, and then it would mm-hmm. make them all go into a dance break, and then they all die. Yeah. That's better than the Spice Girls video game. There's a Spice Girls video game? There was a Spice Girls video game for PlayStation. I did not Tell us this. about it. Yeah. It was it was like a, a sort of like a push button dance game. Mm-hmm. Oh, like DDR. Yeah, and they had something. like really big hands and feet and a big yeah. bobble head. Yeah. yeah. Was super that cute. was when all the dance games came out. It was Dance Dance Revolution, mm-hmm. um, Busta Groove, uh, and Papa the Rapper. Mm-hmm. Ooh, the rap one. That yeah, one was so one. weird. <laughs> Punch, it's all in your mind. So if you want to trust me, <laughs> why, why I'm sure you you'll find the more, the more. All you got to do is take a lesson from teacher now. Kick. <sighs> Kick. Oh, that's a punch. Punch. <laughs> wow. Punch. Which is why I probably didn't you, beat the game. I'm the of a town called <laughs> Bel Air. <laughs> Carlos, what about your journey? So I started with the Nintendo as well. Mm. I think it was a very easy foray or a very easy entree into the video gaming world. And I, because almost everyone had one, right? And I love. And it was, and it was one of the. It wasn't the the first, first. but it was one of the first home consoles. Um, And I was a platformer, and I have always been a diehard Mario fan since day run. So I played. Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers 2. I loved 2 because you could be Princess Peach. And like, I've always had this thing and about so being you were like, Princess Peach. And I'm like, yes, because mm-hmm. she could like lift up her skirt and do some floating <laughs> things. That floating was so broken. The you floating just... was right. Was that, was, that, was, that the, was that the first one with the first like trans character? Birdo. Um, Birdo. Birdo yeah. Yes, because Birdo like laid eggs. So does Yoshi, by the way, lays eggs, which is a typically like 
female mm-hmm. quality or thing that females do or biological, biologically they do. Um, but then used male pronouns for Yoshi and then Birdo. I don't know. It's all in the mm-hmm. manual somewhere that you have to well, read. Well, lots of reptiles are asexual. Yeah, or hermaphrodite or, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But did the, 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 um, did that all come up recently as a like a um, rewriting? No, no, no. Or it, it was, was that it was always canon because in I mean Japan, you know how they are. They in they'll always talk about like the, when they have trans characters, it's usually not in the best light. Yeah, and it's always like it's a man trying to be a woman. How dastardly! Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like that for Birdo. As I well. think Birdo. If I I can't remember and we can't pull it up, but I think the thing was that tipped everybody off to it is in the manual. The description is something like. They don't, they haven't chosen. It was something weird, like something, something, dot, dot, dot. Like they want to be referred to as a woman or something. I think yeah. that's kind of like what was in the thing. And then later on, they made Birdo like canon woman by throwing a, a, bow, a bow on, on her head. Obviously. Well, if you're wearing a bow on your head, you must be a woman. Um, so I love those action adventure games. I eventually got into uh, Legend of Zelda. And then all of the other Zelda games. Mm. Other games that I like playing on an AS that I remember very vividly included the Double Dragons game. Oh, yeah. Those are so annoying. The Teenage so Mutant Ninja Turtles game. That game. Impossible. Which was so hard. Those games were so damn yeah. hard. The, the water level. Oh, my gosh. Jesus Christ. Every time. You have to oh. sacrifice an entire turtle just to get through <laughs> this water maze of electronic seaweed, which yes. was just crazy. And then you, it, was on a t- it was timed, too, because... I think uh, Bebop and Rocksteady had planted bombs at the dam, and mm-hmm. April O'Neil was like, oh, you Bebop have to stop this. Yeah. yeah. Turtles 2 was fun. That was on, was that a, was that a Nintendo or a Super Nintendo game? It was a side-scroller, but it was, like, the first level was April O'Neil's apartment was on fire, and so you had to go through there. It was based on the movie. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Remember. I think that was an NES game. Maybe. Because Turtles in Time was SNES. Yes. Yeah. For sure. And like April would be reporting from in front of New York City and then April always has a fucking problem. She's the perpetual (laughs) damsel in distress though. Like that's just such the storyline. Was she a damsel in distress though? Like I thought she was part of the team. Yes. She was, but she was always getting in trouble. She had very little agency. Like (laughs) she really did. Like in the movie, she tried to fight the foot soldiers with her purse at the New York City subway. Oh my god, yeah. And then they took her away. I mean you, you do what you must. Yeah. I remember when she tried to hide the turtle and sorry, we're digressing into the movie. It's fine. But when she tried to hide the turtle in her bathtub and like her landlord or whatever came over and she tried to keep him out, she's like, I don't want you to see my unsightly bathtub ring. Like I remember I that so line weird. just because you say that and yeah, I exactly. never knew what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> Until just now. <laughs> in my adulthood. Because you know what a bathtub years ring later. is though. Yeah. Also bathtub greens, but that's a whole nother well, story. Yes. Uh-huh. We had a Ooh. gathering recently and Zach cooked the greens, and they were good. Um, ah! They were good. <laughs> I detected a bit of shade. I did. <laughs> and uh, I I dumped out. So we uh, rinsed them in a big tub, but then I dumped out the excess into the bathtub. So when people came over, I had to put out the disclaimer, like, look, we didn't cook these in the bathtub as much as I joke on Facebook about cooking bathtub greens. So in case you go to use a bathroom and you look in the bathtub and you see greens, don't think that the greens you ate came out of the bathtub. So there.
Back on topic. Back on topic. <laughs> so what was... Um... Do y'all remember Echo the Dolphin? Yeah, yes. I was just about to say that. <laughs> that was for Sega, though, right? Yes. It yeah. was so surreal because in my brain, when I remember Echo, I'm just like, oh, it's just a platformer where you're just a dolphin. No, that no. shit was fucking deep. There yeah. were storylines. Yeah. Coming back to... Uh, there was an alien coming to save us or something? Mm. So I never got to experience that series because I thought it was just like a simulation about of, being a dolphin. Uh, about being a dolphin because no. I don't know how to open the game. Like literally it opens with like you swimming around. And then I remember seeing like a video later, you have to like jump up and then all the stuff like sends you back in time. But yep. I never got that on my own. I watched a YouTube video in my adulthood and saw that. And I was like, oh, there's more to this game than just swimming around at the beginning. Yeah. It's like it starts with a lot of exploring and then you explore the wrong place. You're like, <gasps> I always got Echo the Dolphin and um, Evo that game mixed up because they both start underwater where you're like a little fish. Oh, yeah. But that game, ooh, Evo was great too. What was Evo about? Evo, um, you started off. Oh, Evolution. In, yeah, you start off in like the protozoan. Oh, no, I don't believe in that. <laughs> you Hashtag started fake off in like the Cretaceous period, and then and you had to choose what kind of evolutions yeah, you, you could wanted. Pick like which a wing, you yep, or something. Yeah, yeah. I played that one time. It was good. It was a good ass game. I can't with you. I'm a creationist. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> if we are going to continue this conversation, you cannot take the Lord's. It's name Good Friday. <laughs> Speaking of evolution, let's go into the evolution of the console. So like. Mm-hmm. Eventually, where did you end up? So, mm-hmm. I the story about me. My followers know that like I was always following wherever the Final Fantasy went. Yeah, and so when it came to more recently with thirteen, it came available on Xbox and PlayStation Three. So mm-hmm. it was Xbox Three Sixty or PlayStation Three. And my followers know the story about how I tried to buy a PS Three and <laughs> there were none in the city of Memphis, so I had PS4 to get an Xbox PS3? Three because okay. it was Final Fantasy Thirteen. It was the last 13. one for PS Three. Yeah. Oh, okay. So now. Up to this day, I'm still with Microsoft with an Xbox One, and I'm really strongly considering going over to PS4. Come back to the dark side. In girl. part because that Daily Motion link that you sent about RuPaul's Drag Race, like I, uh-huh. I the ads, I guess it's specific to what you look up. Every 30 seconds, it was a PS4 uh, ad for uh, God of War, the new wait, one. Wait, mm-hmm. everyone's and stop. Detroit. Hold on a second. Oh, that Detroit game, I. I'm livid about that stupid ass game. Okay, why? It's Detroit wait. You were about to stop us for something else though. What? Yeah, I will. But it's Detroit in the future. All the all the protagonists are white. Okay. The one black character is like super light skinned and has blue eyes. It's true. But he's also, also like an android. It's also a David Cage game. Well, so you can it's get the made... hell out of Detroit. You can make like Gary, Indiana. <laughs> it's made by like, like a French team, French developers. Well, they can French their asses to Quebec or whatever Hello? the fuck they Ooh. want. So House Ninja is in uh, France. They're black. <laughs> I know. Y'all got quiet. Anyway. House Ninja started here. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, okay, wait. Help! I know. So now I, you're now you're thinking about coming back to PlayStation Four, is what you're saying? Yeah. For what? Which For game? the good, the games. <laughs> the games are good. The games the game. are good. <laughs> <laughs> the games. I like my PlayStation Four, so I continued on. You have sorry. One? Yeah, oh. I continued on in the Nintendo branch, and then continued on in the PlayStation. I eventually, at some point, purchased a PlayStation One, then two, then three, and then most recently the four. Mm. I think I'm going to get another PlayStation for like get the PS4 Pro and then return my old one or just sell it to me. 
I could no. I think it's got a bug in it or something. Oh, okay, so good. I kind of want to like sell it out. back. Yeah, I'm not trying to do you dirty. Um, you also but I also kept I also yeah. kept the Nintendo line going. So I didn't. The only Nintendo that I didn't purchase since the NES was the Wii U because it didn't make sense oh, to me. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a Switch. I bought it last year when the new Zelda game came out. Oh, you have Breath of the Wild. I have Breath of the Wild. How, did you beat it? I played it all the way through. I mean, do you call that beating it or, do, or is beating and doing every single thing in it? Right, because I heard that game, it's like you could fight the final boss at the beginning. You could if you wanted to. It would be really hard, but you could. Um, so but, it's like second half of Final Fantasy VI. That openness mm-hmm. of like, here you go, but maybe you want to go and do yeah, this Yeah, there's first. like four guardians, and if you, you should fight all four guardians or awaken all four guardians so that when you get to the final battle, it's not as difficult. Plus you have leveled up. Right. And the equipment and all that other stuff. So the progression of the game, it's free, but it's kind of crafted in a way that feels very open. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've heard. It's really cool. It's a, it's a very fun game and I highly recommend it if you have not played it. And you can always come over and play it in my house. Yay. Well, us, not the listeners. No, sorry, listeners. Unless you're Unless the Unless you're the $100 patron. And then they're coming into your DMs in your house, not mine. Oh, okay. Oh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, Jojo, I know that you that you switched to doing more PC stuff, right? Well, not not necessarily by choice, mm-hmm. but um, um, I, I got introduced to online gaming because of Final Fantasy. So Final mm-hmm. Fantasy XI came out. Yep. And because I was that person that had to play every single Final Fantasy. I never got it to work on my computer. Um, I I literally specced out my computer. Just for Final like, Fantasy XI. I, I, that's when I started learning the about like. Dudes. Yeah. The, I, that's what favorite. I played. The Taru Tarus. Yeah. They yeah. Were, they were um, uh, they, they, those same character models are in Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, because that was the one that they tried to redo the MMO yes. format. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, so I, that's when I learned about like building my own computer. Mm-hmm. I didn't completely build a computer, but like I learned about graphics cards mm-hmm. and stuff when I went out and I, uh, saved up to, to get the graphics card always that hustling. would play it. Uh, always. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, saved up to go to, to buy the graphics card that would run it really nicely. Mm-hmm. And, um, Got Final Fantasy XI and played it, and that's when I started with online games, and I started buying video games less and less and less, mm-hmm. um, because online games just keep on going. Um, There's a lot more longevity with them too. Yeah, and you're also playing with friends all the time, so it becomes social. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when that started. the The most recent console I have mm-hmm. is a PlayStation Two. There's a PlayStation <laughs> 3 in my house, but it belongs to my sister. Oh, your um, sister plays video games? She sort of plays video games. Oh. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, the PS3, when the price started coming down, the PS3 was basically just like a great Bluetooth player. Blu-ray. 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 Well, but that was the same as like, even Which from is, PlayStation 1, it was like a uh, CD player. It was a DVD player. Yeah. 2 yeah. was the DVD player. Like DVD? they they really had, I'm Filipino, <laughs> <DVD>. bitch. When you get the DVD? DVD. It was really great. Um, and Sony, uh, I don't know. I guess since they were first 
Were they the first? No, Sega Saturn was the first. No, Sega CD. Like Sega CD, I was remember the that. first to do that. Yeah. She was like a little side piece that right. you had to buy. Like an add-on. No, there was there was there were laser disc games before that. Sure. Uh, oh, the like the, the Neo Geo, I think was one, or the yeah. 3DO, uh-huh. I think it was called. I think those were all in the same. I remember era. those. I remember vividly, I know this is I'm like focusing on me a lot again. Mm-hmm. But That's I remember fine. very vividly going to Walmart specifically to play. The video games that they had in the video game section because they had usually one of the consoles open so you could like play a game for however long you wanted to. Yeah, when we were kids and we couldn't drive. That's one of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. Yep. I would go straight to the electronics because, you know, family goes to Walmart. They're going to go, I'm going straight to the electronics electronics Mm -hmm. to see what they've got. See you later. Bye. Yep. Have fun shopping. Have fun. Put something on layaway. (laughs) See, the way that I was as a kid, I was, whenever we went shopping. we don't have Walmarts in New York. no, we don't. So, like, we, so, I mean, they're now defunct Toys R Us. Um, mm. So, we would go shopping in the area, and I would be on all of my P's and Q's when, while my mom was shopping everywhere else. And I'm like, okay, and I'm keeping quiet, and I'm doing everything she asks me to. I'm not wandering off doing whatever. So that way, by the time we're ready to go, she's like, you were so good. Let's go get you something from Toys R Us. <laughs> And it worked every time. Always hustling. (laughs) Had a plan. From the baby days. (laughs) So is there anything that we're looking forward to? Zach, Mm. you don't look forward to Detroit for some reason. Oh, oh, video games that we're looking forward to? Yeah. Um, Well, I kind of fell out of console games um, in 2007 or so. Um, Oh, so over 10 years ago. Yeah, I switched to PC and... I switched. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> over ten shady. years ago. It's, it's really I know, just weird. the shade of the maths just is great. on. Great, thank you. Um, but it's hard hitting on no, all I, of I, us. I switched. To, I switched to PC games, and just like JoJo, like started more and more to go. So, into are you looking forward to any PC games? Yeah. Um, Would you like to name them? Yes, please. Well, great because everyone else got to go through their journey, but that's that's fine. We'll go we'll go straight to the answer for me. Literally, you're the first person to go through your journey. We did that part already. I started, but I didn't get to the middle tier. I went from level one to ten. Y'all had a full progression from one to seven. I'm still chilling here at level two. She's in the noob cave, y'all. About to get. Oh, she's not in the rolled. noob cave. Um. Anyway, she's in the barons. Uh, On the subject of the barons. Um, as a World of Warcraft player. Um, Do you still play? After I beat Arthas on Heroic before the nerf, which was sort of like, mm-hmm. when you played Warcraft 3, he was like the big bad guy that got away. So when I went into World of Warcraft, I was just like, oh, him. Yo I'm going to kill him. Yo it took three expansions, but they finally released him to be beat, and my guild beat him, and I was just like, this is it. And I teleported back to the home city and was like, see you later. And I never had any desire to play the game again. I will say, though, um, the the major accomplishments with that group, which was partially based in my hometown in Detroit and also some people around the world, was that um, our guild, we had a world first. Um, We had a horde first. The horde first was we received the first Ashes of Alar drop from Tempest Keep. Cute. And our world first was we had the first uh, High Warlord level for a druid. And um, 
like we we did amazing things and we were great great friends. I still talk to those friends to this day because we were local. But now what I realize is that MMOs are a little bit taxing too because they're all the same. Yeah. An MMO like there's always that grind and then shooting for this end game content. When in reality, the fun part is just hanging with your friends and like, you know, participating in it. And it's not necessarily a grind. But, yeah, that's sort of why I fade in and out of Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 14 because I haven't really found like my yeah. tribe there the way that yeah. I like. I walked into one when I was playing World of Warcraft because mm-hmm. my brother was playing. Mm-hmm. So um, it should be tribe first, grind second. Yeah. Yeah. So because like <laughs> I I go to, to play Final Fantasy 14 and mm-hmm. I stopped for a while, partly because like I'm like. I have more important things to be worrying about with my money right now. Right. Um, always. So hustling. always. Uh, <laughs> so um, like Tatiana, who's going to be joining us on the, uh, the PAX East panel mm. uh, plays final fantasy 14. And, oh. and I might, like, if I go back, I might transfer servers so I could like chill with her on, on the internet. Yeah. But um, such a weird story how they met. Seriously. It happened so randomly. It's crazy. I'll share that another time. Cause yeah. we're running kind of long, the journey. but Um, The only game I'm looking forward to now is the nowadays with gaming, there's so much like user generated games and content mm -hmm. um, and Kickstarters and things like that. Um, The game I'm looking forward to, there was a farming sim that came out last year called Stardew Valley and the developer for it, um, uh, Concerned Ape, he is making a new game. Um, It's called Witchbrook and it takes place in a magic school and it's a top down 2D game. Oh, it looks oh, like cute. Earthbound, but everyone's like little witches and wizards. Oh. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Is it like, so if it, since it's, it's in a school, is it going to have like, is it going to incorporate it's not an like. It's HBCU girl. No, but is it going to incorporate like. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were reading other people's institutions of education. Uh, so is it going to. <laughs> Is it going to be uh, like a game where you have like relationship building like Persona 5 okay. or is it like what's the deal so, there? So there's almost like no information out on it yet. There's like a few screenshots and like some interviews that he's done. But apparently not only is it a – not only is it an RPG but it is also relationship based like uh, – um, Mass Effect? No. What's that farming game? Harvest Moon. Oh, I was going to say Harvest Moon. But also Harvest Moon in the sense that, like, you are still harvesting materials and making your own stuff. But it looks adorable. Um, Yeah, that's the game I'm looking forward to. Oh, and a new Elder Scrolls game, but that'll never happen. Hmm. Never say never. It'll never happen. Uh, I'm looking forward to not Final Fantasy VII Remake, but Final Fantasy XVI, which is completely not announced, but I hope Square Enix gets its shit together. You'll hear more about that next week in my interview with Random J. Oh, maybe they'll have a female character this time. I mean, <laughs> or there were plenty of... Woman of I, color I feel maybe. like you didn't even play the game to say that, so I'm not going to I saw the screenshots. That. Okay. I saw the tights and they and were ripped. And they were ripped. Mm. You played the game, Carlos. There were females in the game. There were. Playable? There's one that joins your party. Permanently playable? No. How about POC? So no credibility. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm looking forward to two games. I am looking forward to that Detroit game on PlayStation 4. It looks so interesting. Because it it looks looks interesting and I, you know, David Cage stuff can be hit or miss, but I do enjoy the storytelling aspect, the sort of... 
like that heavy the choices. Rain game. Yeah, he yeah. that that's him. Oh, oh is, is he like a known? Yeah. is he a known video game person or a director of movies? Uh, he is a known video game director. Okay, so he he did do Heavy Rain. Okay. He also did Beyond Two Souls. Oh yeah. Okay, this makes. Oh okay. Yeah. In so that then line. this is another S-E-E-A. sort of spiritual successor. Um. Mm. So I'm I'm curious to see what that game looks like. I don't know. I'm gonna buy it. Or I'm gonna wait and see like what happens. Greatest hits, twenty dollars. Maybe are we'll those see. still around? Or like a pre-order. Do they still do that? Or not a pre-order, a uh, pre-owned. Oh, okay. Love those. I love a pre-owned. Love a pre-owned. So we'll see on that. The other thing that I'm looking forward to. So that's my PlayStation that I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. The Nintendo. So the one thing about Nintendo Switch that I will say is, unfortunately, even in the last year, other than other than launching with Zelda and then eventually getting the new Mario, mm. there's been not that much content. The new Kirby came out, and I haven't bought it yet. I probably will. New Smash Brothers, though. But I'm oh, excited right. about coming. new Smash right. Brothers. The trailer it's came out. So that's one that I'm really mm-hmm. excited about. And the other one that I'm excited about, and obviously it's still very much in development, but we all know it's going to happen. Eventually, the new generation of Pokemon is going to come for Switch. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking oh. forward to whatever that looks like. And and it's a great opportunity to really change up the formula with yeah. Pokemon. Because the last one really started to switch up what they did the game some was. different stuff, and it was kind of fun with with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious to see how it translates to Switch. What they might do differently. Mm-hmm. I think it might be cute. I know that they're always trying to make motion controls happen, but it could be really cute if you could like do a motion control to throw the Pokeball, and it could like impact the chances that you have to catch a Pokemon. I don't know. Those are the games that I'm looking forward to. Mm. The only game I'm looking forward to is my own. Oh, is the game of life exactly? I mean, I mean, honestly, I just I've been so out of the loop with new video games because I just I I don't spend money on them. <laughs> so like, like the only Game Boy I have is a Game Boy Color. So I haven't played any of the new Pokemon since God knows what. <laughs> um. Like the okay, la- let me cut you up. The last so, Pokemon I, <laughs> game I have is Pokemon Gold. That's that's, that's better than me. I only played Gen One, Red and yeah, Red and Blue, oh. but really just Blue. Damn. I played almost all in nineteen ninety eight. Ruby Sapphire Generation. I didn't play that. Yeah, and I can't mm-hmm. play Final Fantasy fifteen on my current computer. Nobody can play Final Fantasy fifteen on their current. You have to have like those specs are crazy. Yeah, you have to have a professional computer yes. for that. No, ma'am. Well, you can also come over and play Final Fantasy XV on my PlayStation. I Thank almost you. thought about buying it, but then I thought no. Mm. I'm just mm-hmm. not interested in that narrative anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Not really looking forward to video games, but I am looking forward to playing the game. Life. Yeah. That's and winning. Always hustling. And winning. My goodness, what an episode. Um, what a fellowship. What, what a good Friday. Reflection. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of knowledge. It was a journey. It was a hero's journey. Um, it was a. 
<laughs> you didn't have to stop what you were doing. Sorry. Why'd you show it to me while I'm talking, though? It was. It's a, one of those. I gotta tell you, a Mariah Jesus candles, but it's Mariah Carey. I have a Mariah Carey joke, but I, we're gonna have to say oh, it offline. Okay. Anyway. Um. Anyway. Um. I'm Zach. And your handles and stuff. Um, Zachary Harris. I'm Zach, aka Zachary Harris. I'm Carlos, aka Trey Fabulo. I'm Jolie. Call me Jolie. I'm Jonathan. Blasian FMA. And this is This QPOC Live! And don't forget to come join us at PAX East this Saturday, April 7th from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m. in Boston at the Arachnid Theater. We look forward to seeing you there. You are so professional. You're Unless you're listening to this in the future and it already happened. Then, then that's too bad. Then so you, sad. you slept on it. Then, then you'll listen CSA. to that episode when it hits the airwaves of our podcast. Yes. I don't know. See us at Comic-Con yeah. LA yeah. next year. Yeah. We, we're not doing that twice. No. We're going to cut this okay. episode. So here's, okay. This All is right. going to be repeated. This QPOC Life is recorded at Brooklyn Media Arts in downtown Brooklyn, New York. Pedro Villalta is our producer, and the intro music is by Jolie. Please send inquiries to ask at thiscupoc.life.